well, it's important to take what God has given and apply it. Um, very important. Uh, that's why even in reading, I have uh, whether uh, I talk to new people or uh, our church people for coming uh, to services or um, when we actually traveled uh, much um, before, God gave this as we ministered among uh, those who are in rehab centers um, to how to how to read the Bible. People will try to read and they'll try to read it like a book and they'll feel like I read one chapter and got nothing out of it. But they'll read um, uh, two chapters, they'll get nothing and then they won't feel like reading, they won't read. But we have our reading group here, uh, how to read the Bible, just one section. And how to hear from God. That's the training that God has had me give the people, give this. And and those who really uh, followed it exactly are the ones who benefited from it. So that one section, somebody can take it and they can say, what is this? What kind of a, a pastor is this who's telling the people only to read one section? It can get twisted. One section can be three verses or four verses. What is this? It's not about how many chapters you read. It's about how much you get at the same time. If someone says, oh, pastor said only one section, so I'm just going to read four lines and close the Bible and say, I finished reading and walk away. You are doing a disservice to yourself. You're being a fraud. A cheat, a cheater, because the one section is for people who will sit down, put the time in and pray and ask the Lord what God wants to speak. And the way you read that one section, you will remember that forever as a whole focus. The point is, take the food, choose slowly and eat. You know, people who eat without thinking or they're eating, they'll overeat because they don't even know they're eating. And their brains won't even register. They'll still keep feeling hungry and they'll overeat. They're not healthy people. The people who really focus on what they're doing, which is eating, they chew and eat, that's what I mean, are the people who eat slowly, digest well, and their brain will signal their body, your stomach is full. They'll be healthy. It's important for us to eat the right amount also. And that amount comes from God. A parent knows how much a child should eat when a child is six months old. The baby food comes from the parent and the parent determines how much the child should eat not the child and there are kids who won't know they'll keep asking for more and more and more until they throw up and then you have the kids who will not want to eat the first spoon until they'll start spitting 
So do you think the parent should say, well, the child can't eat, so I'll let the child stop right here? No. The parent knows how to feed the child. That's when they start talking or singing to the child and distract the child and try to make the child eat. And you have all kinds of ways. But the bottom line is when a child doesn't want to eat or a child is not eating, something is wrong with the child if the food is good. And then anything new at the beginning, for many children, it's different and they will not want it. But once they begin to taste it and once they get used to it, that's what they'll want. Our souls are like that. The Holy Spirit determines how much you should eat, what is good for you, and he'll give you the counsel, very specific counsel as to what you should do. But through the shepherds that God has placed upon your life, very clearly God will give. And when we receive that, when we do that, do just that, we will prosper. So even when it comes to the reading, we have to be faithful in what we do. That one section, if you're doing one section, we need to make sure we thoroughly know that one section and we know the God who gave that one section. That means we hear from him and we obey him. So God won't give us more than what we can handle. There's no such thing as God is overfeeding us. No. God will not overfeed anyone. He will not waste his resources. What he gives is for you. There are people who will not want what God is giving. And then they can feel, oh, we're being overfed. No. You cannot be overfed. When we say that we're being overfed, we are directly accusing God at that point. Lord, uh, you don't know how to feed me. You're overfeeding me. God gives us what we need. And he knows us, we can digest. He expects us to eat. So that we can be healthy. You see the end result? We're not doing anything for God. I'm not eating for God. I'm not reading for God. I'm not doing God a favor, no. I'm doing myself a favor when I read. When I spend time with God, you're doing yourself a favor. Because that's your lifeline. If you don't eat and if you don't drink water, you'll die. Spending time in the presence of God, reading His Word, is very important. Being in God's presence, like the morning calls and the Bible studies, church service, is very important. Because God's word comes with the anointing of God to break the yoke. God's word comes with the anointing of God to impart to you what you don't have. A deeper hunger, a deeper desire, the ability to digest, the ability to serve him. All kinds of things happen to break generational curses. Different services, God does different things. Every time it's different, very different. It's not the same at all. Not one service is similar to the next. Because the Holy Spirit is working. So when we are in the presence of God, we receive that which we need to receive. 
we become stronger and stronger and stronger. They that wait upon the Lord, they shall renew their strength. I have taught on this. Waiting is not wasting. Waiting is gaining. But where we are waiting is the most important thing. Are we waiting in his presence? Who are we waiting on? Are we waiting on the Lord? Or doing our own thing? We must remember these things. Being in the presence of God is an investment for your own soul. It's not something that we do because we want the pastor to know we're there. Or we want God to know we're there. No, God knows already. You want to gain every single time in the presence of God. You need to have a goal. Lord, I need to get something today so that my soul can get stronger. Give us this day our daily bread. Very important prayer that Jesus taught his disciples to pray. We need to ask the Lord every time we come together, Lord, give me my daily bread, Father. You don't want to be children who say, I want it. And then as soon as you get it, take a bite and throw the rest. Make sure you take it in. Let it become one with your spirit. Let it go deep into your soul. Let it go deep into your bone marrows, into your DNA. Then living holy will become a spontaneous thing. Doing the will of God will become a spontaneous thing. Your mind is renewed by the word of God. And that word, when it carries the anointing, does wonders. You can hear many dry messages which doesn't have any anointing. Again, loudness does not equal to anointing. Charisma is not anointing. A politician can rile up a crowd. An actor can get his job done. By causing people to follow him. But the real anointing of God, when it comes from heaven carrying that word of God, that word will cause the dry bones to live. And when we are in the presence of God, where such anointing comes day after day after day, it's bound to do Wonders in your life. Provided you tune into that. You reach out for that. So that's where faith plays a huge part. When I believe this is what is happening, when I believe that God is doing this, and this is why I'm here for, then you become a partaker of it. That means you're going to really listen and follow, obey. Every word that comes from the mouth of God is able to cause you to live and cause you to not get sick. Now this, the children of Israel, while they were in the wilderness for 40 years, God fed them with manna from heaven. And the Bible says there was no one who got sick or who prematurely died. Their clothes didn't wear out and their sandals didn't wear out. The manna that came from heaven 
strengthened their bodies, kept them healthy. Only the disobedient fell away. What did the manna do to them? The manna, not, it did not just keep them alive, but it kept them strong. Look at Caleb and Joshua. At what age they were still waging war and overcoming and inheriting and imparting, you know, giving to his children and giving to the children of the people of Israel, leading them in battle. Think about that. That's the power of the word of God, the manna that comes from heaven. Those who eagerly receive it and value it, eat it, digest it, are the ones who will become useful in the hands of the Savior. Since we have heard a good amount of the word this morning, it's not about the amount. At the same time, it is about the amount. Who determines the amount? We don't determine the amount. The one who knows us determines the amount. And when it's given to us, we take it and we eat it. That's when we'll grow. Otherwise, we can starve ourselves to death. Otherwise, we can starve ourselves to the point that we get very sick and weak and not able to do anything spiritually. You won't have the inner strength. So doing what the Lord has told a person to do is eating the food that has been given by God himself. It's at that point that person will grow. That's when they show that they are a doer of the word. When they obey the word, they show that they are a doer of the word. This is why when a child is born, regularly they take the child to the pediatrician to assess the growth of the child. As they see the child grow, they know the child is being nourished properly and the body is working as it should and they're being fed as they should and all those things. Good stuff. The way you grow spiritually will show whether you're sick or whether you're healthy. And, and it has to correspond to your spiritual age. It's very important. So every single person, if you take in what God has given, there's no such thing as being overfed when God is a shepherd. And God has given shepherds after his own heart to give exactly what God gives into their hands to give to their sheep. There's no such thing as being underfed. If God is the shepherd and he's given shepherds according to his own heart to give to the people. So, the sheep that receives that which has been given by God to the shepherds and they work on the application part are the sheep that will be healthy, grow really well, and in due time, it'll multiply. And be a blessing to the kingdom of God. 
Praise be to God. I'm going to pray right now. We're going to take this time in the presence of God to pray. Think about the word that you heard this morning. Think about what you heard in your reflection and what the Lord has spoken after the reflections that we heard. And don't let it go. Don't let it go. Hold on to it. God will cause you to prosper in your soul, in your mind, in your bodies, in your spirit. Whatever you do will prosper because God will lead you. I want to give you the scripture as the Holy Spirit is bringing to me. I'm going to give it to you with the reference. You can keep it and uh, meditate on it. It's from the book of Isaiah. I'm going to give you the exact verse. It's a promise from the Lord. Isaiah chapter 58. Isaiah 58. Verse 11. Isaiah 58, verse 11. The Lord will guide you continually and satisfy your soul in drought and strengthen your bones. You shall be like a watered garden and like a soaring of water whose waters do not The Lord shall guide you continually and satisfy your soul in drought and strengthen your bones. You shall be like a watered garden and like a storing of water or springs whose waters do not fail. It's a very important promise from God. I want you to remember this and hold on to it. Regardless of your surroundings, regardless of your environment, regardless of the weather, regardless of the seasons, those who are in God, they will be satisfied by God no matter what the season may project and may show itself to be. Even in drought, even in famine, the people who are led by God, they will not have the effects of it at all because they are not provided by the environment or through the environment. The food is not dependent on sunshine or rain. It comes from the hand of the living God. So whether there's a drought or a famine, it's not going to do anything to God's people who are in God, who walk in obedience to the living God. 
those people they'll be satisfied not just get something but they'll be satisfied god will satisfy their soul how by continually leading them which means you continually follow him when you continually follow him allow him to lead you ask him to lead you and continually follow him by obeying what he has told you to do then you shall be satisfied your soul will be satisfied your body will be blessed that's what strengthen your bones means god will take care of your soul god will take care of your body in a glorious way and you'll be fruitful in god's kingdom you'll be prosperous in your life on this earth god will bless you in every way you shall be like a watered garden and like springs whose waters don't fail this is a promise that god is giving to every single one this morning if you want the results which is having the satisfaction that comes from god even in the midst of a famine or a drought having the health to carry your body your bones is so important to carry that body to make you stand up straight for you to be able to walk for you be for you be able to for you to be able to pick up stuff and hold stuff your entire skeletal, skeletal system is so important and god says that frame that frame will be strengthened by god almighty your spirit your soul your body and everything that pertains to you god says will be blessed of the lord that you become a blessing when when you make god your priority he himself will satisfy you in every way those are the people who are always satisfied godliness with contentment is a great gain and that contentment is a gift from god it comes from god and only those who are in him only those who walk in walk in obedience to the living god will have that contentment they'll have that contentment 24/7 these are called the satisfied people because they are led by god fed by god and these are the people who are true followers of the living god god will guide them continually and they will follow him continually and this is the result of that may god bless every single one here and drive into you the passion that you need to have drive into you the desires that you need to have and drive out of you the desires that you shouldn't have make you a god-centered person a heavenly-minded person who's blessed in all things hallelujah thank you holy spirit